Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Great to have with us for our McCafe Coffee Catch-Up, someone that knows a ton about what goes on in that front row. And, well, there's been questions thrown at us on the show about Carl Tui Nukuafi playing first five. That's the unbelievable skill sets that our type five display in this day and age in this game. And one of the contributing factors would have to be this man, Jason Ryan. He has joined us this morning. Good morning, Jace. Morning, lads. How are we? Good, mate. Good, mate. How are you? You good? Yeah, all good, mate. Got through the weekend. Got through the weekend. No, it was, uh, it's just a bit of downtime on the old footy side of it at the moment, but um, no, everything's good, mate. Nice, nice. Well, I know you're having a bit of downtime. You would have watched that match yesterday. 39 points to zip. What was your takeouts from it, bud? Yeah, I thought, um, thought Argentina was a little bit disappointing at times. I thought their defence was was outstanding, wasn't it, early in the game, um, mainly for the All Blacks, sort of not a lot of footwork into contact, pretty easy to tackle, one-on-one tackles, and probably could have challenged a little bit of kick space in behind the Argentinian defence line early on, but um, overall I'd say the All Blacks will be uh, pretty happy with that um, performance. There'll be a couple of things to tidy up with their line-out, um, but yeah, they'll be, they'll be happy to, to get a win over there. Hey. Looked like Argentina were a bit shell shocked from the get go. Nipa Lalala spoke about it early, putting an absolute shot on Pablo Matera. Do you reckon that rocked them from the from the get go? Yes, it's definitely, but uh, certainly a bit of a scene setter early on, wasn't it? Big Nate's got a real good shoulder <laughs> on. I'm glad it wasn't any higher. Um, <laughs> but but uh, you know he uh, yeah he did well, Nate. So I think just on Nate, I think he's just sort of starting to travel around the field a bit quicker. He's, looked a bit heavy there a while ago and I think he's a bit more he's a bit more lateral around the park and um, he's getting his hands on the ball a little bit more and sort of involving his game a little bit more than just the scrum you know but um, yeah I, I, the physicality side of it from both teams um, and when you look at just that and the exchanges of the maul and the, you know the scrum sort of went back and forth tip for tat a wee bit Warbeck's probably got the upper hand a little bit towards the end when moods come on and but other than that, I thought, um, yeah, the, the physical battle was, was was good to watch. They play with a lot of passion, don't they, Dagger? Like the, the yeah. Argentinians, the Latin blood, they they just love it. The national anthem, they're crying, and it's like, oh, you always know that first 20 or 30 is going to be right on. Mm. Yeah, that's what I've been talking about uh, last couple of days, just the passion that, that Argentina bring. Uh, you give them an inch, they take a mile, you know, and I just thought that scene set from Nipo Lalala on their leader, who I know who will be coming to the Crusaders, Pablo Martira, what that would have done for the All Blacks and uh, and, and just getting them getting them going. I totally agree. I thought Nipo Lalala was outstanding. I think his mobility around the field, you're right, his ball-playing ability around the park has, has come up a notch as well. But talk to us about the Type 5. Have you been, you've been pretty happy with how they're tracking at the moment? I thought they took it to another level yesterday, especially... Around their pods, you know, especially those inside tips, those outside tips, the ball work out the back to the pivots. You've been pretty happy with how the type five have been tracking the last couple of weeks. 
Yeah, I, I think that they can be pretty happy um, in most areas of their game. I, I think you can definitely see them just starting to want to maul a little bit more. Um, and, and they've got pretty good height, I think. Um, Plum's obviously done a lot of work there with that, that side of it. And that'll be building towards South Africa, I'd say, because that's where the, you know, with, with no due, due respect, I think, all due respect, I think that's the test. Um, that's where we'll yeah. see where the All Blacks are, I believe. Um, and that's what they'll be building towards. But what I've been really impressed with, if you, you know, you're going to single out someone, I just think Brody Retallick has been unbelievable in the last couple of tests. Mm-hmm. I, I love him for any young lock that's aspiring to be the best rugby player they can. Watch Brody when he hasn't got the ball. His work around the park to get set is about 71 minute mark, where it's a defensive line out. Um, they're defending the Argentinian line-out and he came round the corner three or four times to get set in D and then put a double shoulder on with Brody on one of their props. I was like, that is just... That's the stuff that you want to see from All Blacks, isn't it? And I think his work rate off the ball is just unbelievable. He's really starting to come into his own. It was good to see Scooter, you know, get some good touches last night and, you know, he was good. He was good into contact and um, starting to get probably confidence up. Started a couple of games now and You'll be feeling it too. So I think the locks have been pretty impressive, mate, to be honest. Jason, it's Louis here. I absolutely love that while people are watching, you know, Rico Ioani and, and Bowden Barrett's flick pass, you're just watching line speed in the 71st minute and what Brody Retallick's work ethic. I just think that's brilliant. How do you how do you coach that or you say, you know, I want any young lock to watch that? How do you explain that that is what makes a difference in test match at test match level? So for us, we, we have a little wee, um, KPI that we're pretty proud on where we, we stat something where we have a look at what doesn't the crowd see. And it's pretty much exactly what I've just explained there. But you know, the, the, the usual rugby passionate fan that loves to see tries, and we all want to see tries, we'll stat and we'll say, righto, boys, what's something the crowd didn't see today? And we'll we'll talk about that and really grow that because that, that's the... You know, everyone can see Sevo and Rico and all the boys scoring tries at Chahu and yeah, yeah, Dagger, you know, he used to do the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did a couple of times in the two tries he scored. But um <laughs> Yeah, we wanna we wanna see we wanna see that, you know, that real hard stuff off the ball and that's what they're gonna need in, in the South African season coming up, as I say, you know, that at the end of the year in Europe and all that where it's not gonna be conditions will be different and um, so I think they're building. I think they can be pretty happy with where they're at. I think, mate, I totally agree. I had a wee conversation about Bodie. Obviously, Bodie's a flashy player, but the other day I said, just watch him closely. Like everyone looks for those big runs, those those big kicks, or those those things that he does. But just the little things that his his ability to get in position, put himself into situations, scenarios where he's going to make a difference, and that's what big game players do. You like Brody Vitalik, the experience, the know where to be where his teammates want him to be, and it, like you said, to come up, put double shoulders, mate. Unbelievable performance from Brody Retallick. But for the All Blacks last night, they, they obviously won 39-0. I read some stats out before the show saying that they had 22 visits into the 22. They had, I think it was 10 and a half minutes inside the opposition 22. They only made 100 tackles. Argentina made 200 tackles to win 39-0. Could it have been a lot worse for Argentina if the All Blacks were a little bit more ruthless and clinical there? Oh, I think the All Blacks would be pretty disappointed in their finishing. 
100%. There was a lot of passes um, that were pushed or, or weren't caught. Um, and little we, you know, off their strikes, you know, a couple of times they've been running out a wee bit. There's a bit of stuff where yeah. they come out of play or they run out of space. That's been quite a common theme, and I think that's that's something that's going to really need some work, um, staying a little bit squarer, and and that's all to do with that finishing. You know, usually if you if you've got your outside backs, so I think it was Luke Jacobson last night going out. It means he's run yeah. out of room before he's actually caught the pass. You know, so I think he's. Yeah. Um, but they need to be a bit squarer, definitely. But um, yeah, I think they uh, they will be ha- they will be happy with a lot of things, is he? But you know that that finishing side of it, that's where All Blacks just you know that's another thirty points potentially. It's like, well, hang on, it could have been seventy. <laughs> and the and, and the Argentinians, to be fair, they didn't really look like they were going to score, did they? Nah, nah, they they looked like they were just shell shocked. They had absolutely nothing up their sleeve. There's a lot of players on there. I have absolutely no idea who they were. One of the wingers come on. So look, I think they've. They're just lacking a little bit of experience. Um, but like you said, if you give Argentina a sniff and they get a bit of excitement, they are tough to beat. And like you said, one of the great coaches, Wayne Smith, if you ran out, mate, if you ran out, you weren't playing the next week. It is an absolute coach killer. It is an easy way out. Is it a cop-out? It's a cop-out to run out. So totally agree. Um, the boys need to stay in. softest turnover in the game. Softest mm. turnover in the game when someone runs out. <laughs> oh, I reckon. That's right. That's right, mate. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, Sam Whitelock. Sam Whitelock's heading over. Uh, oh, he's not heading over. Can you tell us the, well, what's needed? Obviously, he's, he only had a couple of days to prepare for a South African match, so hindsight, it's probably the right decision. But talk to us about Sammy Whitelock and, and, and that decision to not head over. The right decision? Yeah, well, I don't think he can get that MIQ spot at the end. I think that's what it sort of come down to, with getting a spot in there. So, look, they'll... <sighs> There's a little, there's a little part of me that thinks that this the All Black team at the moment. I'm not sure they've really been tested, like when it's been really, when the crowd, when you've really felt the pressure and think, God, they're really under the pump for a long time. There's been parts of the game when you look right back from, um, you know, Fiji and the rugby championships starting, where there's bits of the game that have been put under pressure, but their whole game for 80 minutes, no one's actually really got close to them. And I think with Sam not being there for that South African test um, and the pressure that'll come with that, I think that's when they'll miss him the most. But what these boys are doing at the moment is they're actually growing their leadership within the group without him because they'll actually lead in a different way. Um, but I know Sam, you know, he said he's still still staying in touch with the leadership group and he'll be still chipping away and sign um, behind the <laughs> scenes there. Not that he really likes the one scene. He likes to be right out the front. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he'll uh, yeah. he'll be looking forward to you know catching up with him in the India tour, obviously, or the, and over in Europe. Hey, Jace, the the kind of the level four restrictions in the lockdown that we've had has kind of pushed all footy back a, a wee bit. So I think um, MPC resumes and or rugby resumes this weekend on Friday. Um, it can squeeze up the Super Rugby timetable or the preseason a little bit. So when do you? How much communication are you getting from NZR about when you expect to see you guys back in camp? And does that alter any plans for Razor and the crew, or you just kind of play it as it as it happens? Yeah, well, I think it's a mixture of um, two things, Louis. I think um, you know you've got to you've got to be able to adapt in this world, don't you? Pretty quickly because it's just changing all the time. But um, 
yeah, and we'll be ready for what whatever we are. We pride ourselves on having a real, you know, great pre-season. But New Zealand rugby's been great, and obviously working with um, Sanzar and that sort of thing around what it's going to look like. But it's looking like our our assembly date is um, highly likely it's going to be around that sixth of January now, which is after Christmas, which is something um, new for us. So um, yeah, it, it is what it is. It'll just be a, be a shorter pre-season, but. Just got to get on with it, don't you? It's not. It's never going to be perfect at the moment, but as long as we can get some footy on, and I think that's the great thing about um, the NPC starting up again this week. You know, I know New Zealand rugby and all the provincial unions that have tried so hard to get some footy, and I know it's not great for the Auckland boys. It's bloody real shame for those, you know, those teams and managers and coaches and all their supporters up there that are going to miss out a little bit. So. But the fact that they've been um, flexible in their thinking and trying to get um, some comps together and push it out, I think it's great. We've got to have it. So um, they've done well. Well, we're talking to the champion. That is Jace Ryan. He is the Crusaders' assistance coach. We're going to, get, we're going to, we're going to put, uh, hang up on him uh, just shortly and uh, move, move to our next part of the show. But before we do, Jace, looking forward to the Crusaders' season. We love a bit of adversity. We just move on and get, get, this, get our work done. Uh, looking forward to the season. What, what, you know, we've got any new signings uh, uh, for the Crusaders, and how are you looking? How's the season shaping up going forward? Yeah, we have got a couple of new signings actually, but unfortunately, I can't tell you who they are just yet. Oh, Jase, come on, Jase, come on, we're all friends. Yeah, no, Izzy for breakfast. Get in the gravy. Come on. Come on. No, look, we've got. Obviously, Pablo's coming over, and um, he's he's yeah. you know he's going to create a bit of hype, isn't he? He's going to add so much experience for a, what's what's a reasonably young blues forward trio. So yeah, we're we're pretty pretty excited by that. Um, and there's a couple of boys, or one boy in particular, that's going pretty well for Canterbury that um, might come online that you might hear about in the next wee while. But you know, it'd be disrespectful for me to sort of mention that at the moment. <laughs> but we are looking forward to. Uh, some good young blood coming through, and we believe we've got a good mix um, with experience as well. Um, and, and looking forward to the comp, you know, it's going to be great with obviously the Drewer and um, Wana Pacifica involved. It's something a bit different. I think it needs it. The competition's got to always evolve, doesn't it? I think the, it's no different to the game, and players need to evolve their game. You've got to get the competition. So the fans have got a thirst to watch it. So um, I think that's going to be good. And yeah, we're going through some planning now around what our pre-season will look like, what the time frame will be, so that come round one, you've got no excuses and you just, you know, you just get stuck in and look forward to it. Well, mate, I look forward to giving you a ring in about 40 minutes to get that little insider goss, and I promise you I won't share it on the Baz and Izzy for breakfast. But, mate, really appreciate you joining us, Jace. You're an absolute champion. Uh, thanks for being a part of the show and sharing your insights to what went on last night in that All Blacks test against Argentina. Look forward to catching up soon, and good luck for the Crusaders season next year, mate. Appreciate it. No worries, boys. Have a great day. Thanks. See you, Jason. There you go, Izzy. Do you know, we didn't get the gravy, but he did say there's a a Canterbury lad that's playing really well. So double eight, double three. Who is it? (laughs) Who is it? Let's use the power of our wonderful listeners. You out there. Well, Knowing Jace, it won't be anyone with a, a double digit on their back, I tell you. It'll be someone in the <laughs> one to six position, and he'll be 
I'll say he'll be a big prop. He'll be a prop, mate. He'll be a prop. He ain't he ain't picking backs, tell you that. Outstanding. He is he's a great man, Jason Ryan. And I want to pick your brain a bit later, Izzy, about what he means where it's the KPIs, the stuff that the crowd doesn't see and what that is about for the Crusaders and, and that Brody Retallick effect. It's 22 minutes past 8 o'clock here. Baz Izzy for breakfast. Paul Mawate from the TAB and you on double eight double three coming up after this. We're here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.